0: Hi, I'm Dr. Debbie Stanford Christensen, and you're watching Anything Is Possible.
1: I'm Patrick Sang, global citizen, investor. Join me as I talk with global influencers for their insight, wisdom, and how they overcame their own personal challenges. Sharing positivity, overcoming challenges, creating one world together. I'm Patrick Sang, Anything is Possible. Welcome to Anything is Possible. We're now in Dubai. Uh, I have a new friend, Dr. Debbie Stanford-Christensen. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. I just want to make a quick introduction. Debbie is a a long time resident in the the UAE and also in Bahrain. She has a list of accolades, I'm just going to go through a a few of them. She for 2020, the most inspirational woman in entertainment in the Middle East, female CEO of the year, over 30 years of experience in tourism, entertainment, destination marketing and event management and events. Um, She's also been the deputy chief executive of the Bahrain Exhibition and Convention Authority interim CEO of the Bahrain Exhibition and Convention in Florida and many more accolades. So Debbie, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Um, It's an absolute pleasure to see you. Um, We're in the beautiful backdrop of Dubai. We are. Um, You've been here for a long time. How has COVID affected you and the people here?
0: I think it's uh, affected uh, so many people probably in very similar ways. for me, it was it was about making sure that, uh, from a from a leadership perspective, making sure that my team was safe, that we were able to communicate throughout the you know the period where we had a lockdown, making sure that we were able to communicate with our customers effectively and keep that relationship going, um, and making sure that we you know we we checked in on our staff, they were all working from home, making sure they were safe, making sure that they were positive. Um, on a daily basis and obviously my family you know keeping my family safe as well so it was a challenging time but I think it's been challenging for everybody and you know we're all we've all been in this together it's not been different for anybody I think you know um, how we approach it how we uh, have been adapting during this period obviously is different because everybody is made differently but um, I think it's been a good learning curve for everybody it's it's made people realize what's important um, what to put first to reevaluate evaluate um, your life, um, your family, um, what you do for a living, so many things actually.
1: So as you know the show, uh, we talk about sharing positivity, yeah. overcoming challenges and creating yeah. one world together. So during this COVID period, it's been very difficult, especially for younger people yes. who have either just graduated or lost their jobs. In yeah. Dubai, I think it's a bit better because it's more open a lot of the other countries. What yeah. advice would you give to some of our younger audience?
0: I think, um, yes, it has been testing for everybody. and But positivity is the key to everything, uh, remaining positive keeping in check, staying in touch with people, having that connectivity so that you don't feel alone. I think a lot of people who were perhaps living alone in an apartment and were used to going out socializing, all of a sudden they were thrown into this situation where they weren't able to see people. So what was important for me, certainly with, we have a very, I had a very young team at Nova and um, it was important for me to make sure that each and everybody reached out, to, to check on their colleagues, check on their friends and family. A lot of people working in Dubai are far from home. You know, we, we have a big population here from, from Asia, uh, from uh, Pakistan, India, Thailand, Philippines. Um, and of course from Europe so it was people when people are so far from from their families it's important to make sure that you're watching out for them making sure that they're staying positive that you keep them motivated on a daily basis so had a lot of daily interaction with the team we did a lot of um, fun things talking about um, whether it was a a favorite place where they grew up or whether it was um, a pet that they had or something just to keep them focused and positive on a daily basis. And I think what it's taught a lot of people is about adaptability, you know. I think having that much time were, you know, encouraging people to perhaps do online learning, learning something new, learning a new skill, um, to have that adaptability to perhaps maybe make a change going down the line because a lot of people have lost their jobs and it's and it's been very very difficult on a lot of people but I think the more positive you are the more you stay connected and touch with each other and and I think you know kindness also comes into this making sure that you care about other people and seeing how can I help somebody else you know it's, um, it, it's, it's so important and it's, so, it's something that's extremely important to me
1: thank you for that so the summary is you need to adapt you need to care and love about other people. Yes. And then three is to learn more.
0: Learn more, be adaptable, be be positive, stay stay positive.
1: OK, so obviously you, you spend a lot of time in, um, in the region. You became yeah. very successful. Um, we need to sort of dissect how mm-hmm. that came to be. So let's talk about your childhood. Tell us about your childhood in, in, in the UK.
0: So I grew up in uh, in a place called Brighton. Well, actually, Hove. So it's it's like a small suburb of Brighton. So it's on the south coast by the ocean. I love to be by the ocean. It gives me a lot of positive energy, um, and I I get inspired when I'm when I'm near the water. So growing up, um, I was one of four. I had one brother, two sisters. I was I had an older sister, older brother, myself, and then a younger sister. So I had a very happy childhood, lots of outdoor activities, you know, no worries about uh, dangers of, you know, when you're a child, you go up off play for the day with your pals. You'd leave first thing in the morning, you'd you'd have to be back at tea time and that was it. You were gone for the whole day out, adventure, having fun. So I I had a very happy, very, very happy childhood. I was very, very fortunate actually. But
1: nowadays, you know, children, you know, I, I guess it's not just an Asian thing, but globally it's become a more dangerous place and you wouldn't let your kids yes. just wander yeah. around like when, I guess, when we were like growing up, where yeah. as long as you get back, there were no kind of like physical yeah. dangers, but yeah. now you don't even let them do anything in case someone might take them away or other yeah. kind of issues. But are. having
0: said that, you know, a place like Dubai, which is so, so safe, and I, and I think, you know, having a family, in, in certainly in the Middle East, in the the region you know growing, uh, spending time in Bahrain spending time here in Dubai it's an extremely safe place an extremely safe place to bring up you know for, for kids so it's it's been a, it's been I, I feel my my children have been able to enjoy some of the things that I enjoyed as a child you know without any worry or concern
1: excellent and what about your parents what kind of expectations did they have of you when you were a child
0: I wouldn't say that they had expectations. They were very clear about manners. Manners were very important. Always saying please and thank you. Um, Being respectful to everybody. Um, In fact, that was something that my grandfather was very, very hot on, making sure that you, doesn't matter who you are, don't forget who you are. Make sure you treat everybody equally and with respect. Um, So I think those were kind of like the, foundations that my parents gave me there there were never any expectations apart from to believe in myself and not to feel that I could be held back certainly because I was a girl you know my parents always taught me that you you know you just got to have belief and confidence in yourself um, and anything is possible
1: thank you for that I think the key takeaway remember everyone the key takeaway is believe in yourself so that's super advice Mm -hmm. Um, Debbie so what about your siblings? Any competitiveness between the siblings?
0: Uh, I think there's always competitiveness with siblings. Um, probably my eldest sister mostly. Um, she's extremely talented. We're very, very different. She's very musical, uh, very arty, uh, extremely talented musically. I, I didn't practice the piano. She practiced and she went on to the Royal College of Music. I was more wanting to go out and play with my friends and practice the piano so I kind of I missed out on that um, musical aspect. <laughs> I was more focused on my, my um, schoolwork, academic, I was a little bit of a squat at school. Um, I always so you wanted were to nerd. do. Yeah, I was, yeah, I probably wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I always wanted to make. You know, I was focused on my homework and revision and all of those things, and you know, getting things right. So I, I loved. I loved school, and I was a very happy. Childhood, I had. Yeah.
1: So your I guess, your most prominent role in recent years was the CEO of being in Novo Cinemas yes. in the UAE. Yes. But before your time there or uh, here even. Yeah. You were in Bahrain for a long time in tourism events. Yes. How did you get end up being in Bahrain?
0: That's a very interesting question. Um, so my background, as you mentioned, was um, tourism and uh, events, but MICE tourism, so business tourism, meetings, incentives, conventions and exhibitions. So I had had a wonderful career. Um, I spent lot of time overseas working in in tourism gave me the opportunity to travel the world and I've been so so fortunate for that and literally one day and it was actually when I was in the hospital about to give birth to my son received a phone call to say that my name had been put forward for a role in Bahrain Um, and at the time obviously I was about to give birth (laughs) so my husband said listen she'll get back to you you know, right now we're, we're about to welcome our son. So I think about two weeks later, um, they called again and asked me, invited me out to Bahrain for three days to come and see and hear what they had to say. At that time, I wasn't looking for a change. You know, I had a very established career. I was very happy. Um, so I wasn't actually actively looking for a change, but I did travel out, and of course. I loved Bahrain and I loved what, what, what I heard and about the opportunity it was to help establish the Bahrain Exhibition and Convention Authority um, and it sounded like a fantastic opportunity and then I remember discussing it with my husband and, and my husband actually had lived overseas quite a lot, he'd just come from Iceland, where we he was living in Iceland when we met And we were thinking how great would it be to give our kids an opportunity to grow up in a, you know, and experience a different culture. Um, And I think the the Middle East has always been a kind of a melting pot of multicultural society. And I think we were like, yes, this, this will be a fantastic experience for our kids. So we, yeah, I took the opportunity and I never looked back. And I had eight, eight and a half very, very happy years in Bahrain.
1: So two takeaways from that. Um, the first takeaway is travel more. Yes. You get to see the world. What's your take yeah. on on travelling for young people?
0: The take I I think you travel is just such an amazing thing. I think that is an education in itself. I mean, I am so desperate to travel again. <laughs> I, I just I am dreaming of going back to so many wonderful places. I think it just you know the experience of being with other people other other cultures um, having a better understanding of of people and how they live their lives and it's just travel for me is probably the best education you could ever uh, give to somebody is to i travel. I, I
1: agree with on that 100 percent. i think when you travel you get to see more cultures yeah. you you see what people eat, how they drink, how they sing and dance, yes. how they treat their family, and yes. I always say this: um, we're all the same, effectively, same kind of yeah, values, absolutely. principles. Maybe some people eat more spicy than, than others, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. The second takeaway, which you just mentioned, was um, you know, in life, I, I think anything is possible. The spirit of it is sometimes, not even sometimes, all the time, you can't plan everything. No, absolutely. Sometimes uh, opportunities are presented to you at random moments, like yes. obviously what you said yeah. at your birth. So I think the summary from us is something like, you've got to take the opportunities when they present themselves.
0: Absolutely, so, and, um, and not be afraid to take that opportunity because what's the worst that's going to happen? Absolutely. If you take it and it doesn't yeah. work out, yeah. at least you won't live with a regret that, okay, what if, what if, what if I had done that? So for me, it's all about, don't, don't ever live with regret. If you get an opportunity, it's part of your journey it's another chapter in your story so you know take it if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but if it does how fantastic is that I
1: think that's a excellent way of looking at it because I think there's a lot of people in that situation where they just had a baby yeah two weeks later or three weeks later and your husband is saying "Where the hell are you going to This place—you're not even looking. The baby's there, yeah. and you know, a lot of—I think 95% of people would probably wouldn't have gone. And I think—I um, mean, like you say, it's not right or wrong to go or not. Everyone has their own choice. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Flexibility. But I—I th- I agree with you that you should at least have the curiosity. To go yes. and check it out and if yeah. you don't like it it's fine yeah but if it's great then it's changed your life and your fate yeah. obviously
0: absolutely Completely. understand
1: so obviously your, your most prominent role i i i heard from you that um you've left your role in novo cinema so yeah. you're the ceo yeah absolutely. why don't you tell us a bit about um your time there and what's yeah. the what's the future of big plans
0: okay well first of all it was making that decision so again i was in my 40s so you know if I think about you we're talking about young people I think young people are less hesitant sometimes to make moves I think when you're established in a career especially you know for me I was in my 40s I was doing very well in Bahrain and I got an opportunity to literally move to a different industry an industry that I had absolutely no experience of the only experience I had was that I loved to go to the movies. <laughs> so, I had a passion for the movies, I had a passion for entertainment, but I had no experience. But I was offered this fantastic role to be the CEO of Novo Cinemas. At the time I was offered the role, it was, um, wasn't was called Novo Cinemas, it was called uh, Grand Cinemas. So, I was given an amazing opportunity to create a new brand, so to do a complete rebrand with my team. Um, and to move into a new industry. And and if I think back sometimes, maybe, was that reckless, was that a bit crazy? But again, I kept thinking, well, if I don't do it, um, I'm always gonna have that voice in my head that says, you know, what if, what what if, Why didn't you do it? So I just, I took that leap of faith. And, but one thing was important for me was because, you know, I was moving into an industry where, you know, my, my team, my colleagues were extremely experienced, had far more experience than I had. And I was going to be, you know, leading that team. So it was very important for me to build a relationship with my team very, very quickly um, to, to learn from them. And I had a lot to learn from them. Thankfully, they were so open and supportive, and you know, wanted to make to help me to be successful. Um, and so, you know, I just I was just so excited about the challenge, and I think that's something that drives me. Where I believe. I can make a difference um, and contribute, and, and and contribute to something to grow, but together with a team. And I and I was so super blessed with my team. You know, it's people sometimes talk about a team, or you know, in a in a very blase manner. For me, team is so so important, and I don't think you can achieve great things without having the right people in your organisation. So, different people different backgrounds, different cultures all bringing something together um, to create something magical and wonderful and, and we were very successful we have 17 locations across 4 um, countries so Qatar, UAE, Bahrain and Oman um, so it's been an amazing journey and I, I have loved absolutely every minute of it. has it been hard work? Yes, absolutely and entertainment is 24-7 You know, and your customers, they have high expectations. You need to make sure that you constantly deliver that customer journey, that customer experience. You've got to make sure your team are happy um, because at the end of the day, they're the the frontline ambassadors representing your brand. So you've got to make sure your team are happy so that they will be able to deliver that fantastic wow factor experience to your customers. So it's been amazing. So seven and a half years later, Um, I'm ready for my my next challenge, my next opportunity, um, which will be coming up soon. I can't announce what it is yet, but I think you know when when you feel that you can't give more than you've already given, um, and it's time for somebody else to take the reins, and I had felt that probably for the last, maybe six, nine months. Um, so it was something that had been on my mind for a while. Um, so I'm re- I was really, I was sad, of course, to say goodbye to my team. They're like my second family. They're like having this extended family of children. Um, mm-hmm. Amazing group of talented people, passionate about what they do, and I, I love that. So pass the reins on, on on to my successor, and you know, looking forward to the future.
1: Understand. So you talk a lot about, you know. In this interview, we've talked offline. I've also read about, you know, a lot of your past um, history. Um, you you talk and stress a lot, and I feel it from the energy that you truly believe that the team is very important, Totally. and that's a big, obviously a big contributing factor to yeah. success. Yeah. How do you? How, what kind of advice would you give to people in terms of not necessarily as a leader, but as a team player? How important is teamwork in in, in the success journey?
0: teamwork is so important everybody has a, a has a role to play and it's like you know when people say how do you select your team how, what is it what is that based on it's for me it's it's not so much based on academia it's based on personality uh, and how I think each person will gel together um, what can they bring Can do they have that star factor that they smile that they want to they want to Um, deliver something wonderful for the customer are they a people person so that for me is it's making sure that you have the right people in the right role that everybody's strengths come together and that we can play off of each other so I'm also you know very keen on having uh, gender diversity um, and inclusion so making sure that we have balance I think having a balanced team is very very important it's not about having more wear, more women or more men it's about having balance because I feel that we have, we have got so much to offer to each other um, which is which is really important so yeah anybody in my team one thing I do expect I first of all I don't expect anything less than I'm prepared to give myself but I do expect the passion I expect the passion to be there, and, and, and to be in the moment, and to be and to want to to give uh, to the team, to want to contribute, and to want to learn from each other. So I think anything that you do in life, you have to make sure you bring the passion with you. Otherwise, don't do it. Then then it's not right for you. Do something else, you know, that makes you feel passionate about it. So
1: again, I'm in total agreement, uh, Debbie. I think passion is so important. Um, I talk a lot about attitude, which is sort of linked to passion. It's about your attitude towards, not not necessarily work, Mm. but I think for me, work, business is part of life, and it's how you, your attitude towards that. I always give this example. Um, In Asia, we we love uh, singing karaoke. (laughs) And um, I talk about, it's not about how well you sing. It's about, are you singing from your heart? And if you sing from your heart, people feel the passion. And that's when a song is well sung or not. Not whether you're a good singer or not. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So I think that applies. But um, talking about diversity, which you just mentioned, Mm -hmm. as a as a female in the Gulf region, tell us about um, how difficult it was, you know, coming when you first started to now, and whether um, society has changed here to to welcome ladies or is it still a big glass ceiling and how did you like break the so-called glass it's, ceiling?
0: It's always an interesting question where people, I think people have this misconception about women in the Middle East. Um, I actually have been so blessed as a woman. Um, I think I've had more opportunity as a woman in the Middle East than I had when I was back in UK. Um, so I, I feel, and if I think about all the amazing, impressive women um, across the Middle East um, who are all breaking the glass, the glass ceiling. Um, so I've, I've never faced a situation where I've been, I, I felt challenged or um, I felt, um, I just feel extremely lucky and blessed. Put it that way. It's, um, I think all the wonderful opportunities in my career I've had a fantastic start to my career, but I think my career really took off when I moved to the Middle East, starting with Bahrain. Again, wonderful opportunities and I think it also depends on the support that you get. Um, in Bahrain I was I was working directly for the for the Minister of Industry and Commerce, Dr Hassan Abdullah Fakhra at the time. Um, when i moved in you know, and my shareholders that they've just been so supportive of everything i've done i've never felt you know like this minority even though i was a minority i've never i've never felt that way i've always felt um, that i was treated equally and in fact almost felt that i was maybe given more opportunity as a woman so this for me moving to the middle east has been an absolute blessing and i and i am extremely <coughs> thankful and fortunate for the opportunities that I've that I've been given
1: Obviously that's in your like individual case, but you know even in America for instance the in Silicon Valley It's actually much more difficult to raise money. Yes, right? and I guess in Asia including the Middle East it, it, There is a lot. I wouldn't say it's not resentment anyway, but there's a difficulty as mm. a woman um, You're maybe one of the lucky ones, but there are I think there are a lot of resistance from Ladies progressing in their career. So, how, how would you give advice to people like that?
0: I, I wouldn't say that here. Mm. I think, if anything, the leadership in in the Middle East, the leadership for each of the respective countries, they are so pro women in in business and doing everything they can to help support them. Mm. So, I think maybe this this is a unique situation. But you know, I see so many uh, young women who are really given wonderful opportunity and they're given the support to grow they're given, they're given the, the tools to grow. Um, I'm actually mentoring two young Emirati women at the moment and I, they just make me feel so happy when I'm hearing what, what they have to say about their own careers and I, th- I think I think there are so many talented young women here um, it's, again it comes back to belief um, it comes back to having confidence in yourself and, and wanting to give back or wanting to, to involve yourself um, in an opportunity. And you know, the, the, these two, two young women, they're just they're incredible. And they're two of many amazing um, women in this part of the world who want to give back and, and, and are doing such a fantastic job, either as an entrepreneur or in a you know, multinational corporation or for the government, doing fantastic job.
1: Understand. And let's talk about. I guess this is a little bit related to the travel question before. Mm. How important do you think, as a leader, whether you're female or not, Mm. in terms of your international exposure? How does that help with being a a good leader?
0: I think any type of exposure to any um, international, whether you know, travel. And again, I, you know, I said I've been very fortunate. I, I have pretty much been around the world two, three times through work and I think that's really helped shape the person that I am it's made me really think differently about so many things and it's important you know when I was at Novo we had a very multicultural uh, team 30 different nationalities you know if you look at a destination like Dubai where you've got over 220 different nationalities living here living together working together um, totally um, appreciative of each other, respectful, Um, it's, yeah, I travel, being exposed to different uh, countries, different cultures, different religions, different ethnicities, it's, that for me, as a leader, has really, really helped shape me, the person that I am today, absolutely, and it's helped me think differently and, and, and approach things differently.
1: I like I like to mention a little bit about Dubai. I mean, yeah. we're in Dubai now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a you know English lady. Um, your 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 kids are in Bahrain and here, and they're yeah. you know studying abroad, and then um, we have our camera guys from scotland ukraine yeah i'm traveling from hong kong yeah. dubai is probably the most open place right now yeah. on the planet in mm. terms of things are quite normal people yeah. are doing business everyone from all different countries are here yeah. and it truly is a place that is uh captures the essence of aip where we want diversity we yes. want inclusion and yeah. you know it's very safe here there's no you know any kind of um um, uh, what's the word um, kind of uh, animosity towards yeah. anyone yeah. okay so moving on on next about personal challenges so what's been the most um, significant setback in your life
0: I wouldn't say setback mm-hmm. if I if I look at you if I look at the, the most significant challenge would be when I moved from tourism and events into entertainment that was probably even though I'd made that decision that was probably one of the most challenging because there was so much to learn and in such a short space of time I literally I gave myself six months and if I hadn't you know every industry has its own lingo its own language um, that you have to pick up on and I and I had decided that if if I wasn't able to make it in that six months then I would you know I would have maybe felt that a bit of a failure um, but again, then I always look at everything that, that you're given in life that you have to you have to take it and you have to throw your full heart and soul into it and that whole passion thing comes into it. So, biggest challenge. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call it, call it a setback. Um, and I'm not someone who lives. I'm not a person who lives with regrets either you if, if you do something and you've maybe made a bad decision how do you move on from that how do you turn things around is more important than mulling on Oh my goodness I've made a bad decision Oh, what you know weighing yourself down with that you know angst so it's about okay I made a bad decision what am I going to do to turn that around and how am I going to move forward positively so turn turn a negative into a positive so I would say not a setback but the biggest challenge was taking that leap of faith and then you know wanting to be successful at not wanting to fail i guess
1: until the agreement um that's the true essence of anything is possible is you know life isn't perfect you have to try your best if you have a challenge then you try and overcome the challenge which is you know one of the main ingredients of what we do What, what 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 do you need to have a winning mentality
0: be persistent, never give up, Um, you know, pick yourself up each time, Uh, if something doesn't go right, you know, don't dwell on it, don't think about the negatives, just focus on the positives, pick yourself up again and put yourself back out there, Um, because it's so rewarding when you do that, yeah, life is full of ups and downs, you know, we're on this journey, we have different, it's like a book, isn't it? Each part is a, each part of that journey. It's a chapter in your book, and you know, experience can make you much stronger. Um, I'm Libran, so I I have to have balance in my life. So sometimes I take a long time to make a decision to make sure I make the right decision. But yeah, sometimes I've made bad decisions. But it's about yeah, not not just believing in yourself. Pick yourself up. Don't feel. Don't be you know think oh I'm made a bad decision and then you're, you're you know you're drowning in um, self-pity or anything like that you have to just okay I've made a bad decision now what am I going to do about it and pick myself up and and just give it my all and and, and go for it That's-
1: so we're, we're both uh, movie fans obviously yeah. you were in, in, in novo I've done a few you know media stuff and what movie or book I, I know that there must be tons of movies that you like but what movie in your life has, you know, is very dear to your heart or has inspired yeah. you or book?
0: OK, so many. There are so many fantastic of movies. Course. I think one movie that I can really resonate with it and, it and it's about adversity and it's about perseverance is the blind side. Um, about the, the American family who take on this 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 young black boy and mm. Give him that support, and then he becomes this amazing American footballer. So I think, I think, uh, it's about perseverance. It's about belief. Again, um, it's about you know what to do in the face of adversity. It's about kindness. You know, the family that that took him into their homes, and he became their son that opportunity that they gave to him, that empathy, the kindness, the belief, and and helping him believe in himself. So all of those things are so important for me um, in my daily life and how I try to get those important things across to other people.
1: So obviously values are very important to you. So what kind of principles and ethics do you live by and how do you uphold them?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm a very ethical person, (laughs) Um, loyalty, um, honesty, compassion, they're very, very key values for me. And, and, you know, if, if someone asks me about what's something that you as a leader, that you, you really is so important. And that for me is empathy. Um, I was once told that I was, I was too soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not, you're not hard enough. You need to be, I, I don't believe that I, I believe you can still deliver a strong message with kindness and with empathy you don't have to be this hard person that's not who i am and it's never and i would never change who i am or what i believe Um, it's part of me it's my makeup it's my personality and so i think empathy as a leader is very very important and it's and it's it's something that I talk about a lot, kindness and empathy. It costs nothing to be kind to somebody, but you can really change someone's perception. You can change someone's day. Sometimes I'll go in the elevator and there'll be someone in there, and I've never met that person before, but maybe they've, they've got a nice blouse on or the guy's got a nice tie. And it, it's amazing what a difference it can make when you say something nice to mm. someone. Just a nice gesture or words to someone, how that can change their day.
1: That's just yes, it's just right? positively breeds positive Yes,
0: and it's and what does it cost? It costs you nothing, but it makes you feel good to tell other people nice things sure. um, to make them happy.
1: And what about religion or spirituality? Does that affect you, or how do you live by that?
0: Yeah, I I, I am I, I'm, I'm Catholic, um, but I also um, I am very uh, spiritual and holistic and. Uh, I have, a collection, I have a collection of Buddhas mm. um, because I, I, I don't know, they give me that energy, it's not because I'm, I'm a Buddhist, but it's because when I have them in the home, I feel that positive mm. energy from them. I, I, it's very difficult to explain, mm. but I, and I'm very much into feng shui mm. and um, things have to be, in, the stars have to be aligned type of thing, so yes. I um, Yeah, I very much believe.
1: That's the Libra coming out. Yes, right? I guess I <laughs> guess, I
0: guess it is,
1: yeah. Okay. And what about uh, role models? Who's your role model?
0: I had two probably okay. role models, and they were both mentors to me. Um, unfortunately, one of them is no longer with us, was my managing director when I first started my career, Paul Flackett he had just such a profound impact on my life and actually you know I was talking about believing in yourself when I was in my early 20s I did not have a lot of confidence in myself you know I was very as I said I was very focused on my education but in terms of confidence I didn't have a lot of confidence and and he helped to bring that out in me he saw something in me that i didn't see in myself and he gave me so many different opportunities and then my chairman also from the same from the same company we ran this big tourism exhibition um, first in geneva and then in, in frankfurt And one thing I've always loved about him is on the last day of the trade show, when everybody is leaving, he would be standing at the bottom of the stairs when people are coming out of the exhibition hall to say goodbye to them and thank them. And I think those things as principles um, have really stuck with me. So I think what a fantastic, two amazing role models that I have who just really taught me so much about life, about, a business about how to treat other people, um, so yeah, they're two uh, Ray Bloom and Paul Flackett. Two very uh, a, lot of, uh, yeah, totally, a lot of humility, yeah, totally, absolutely, yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. that's great. Um, and what about luck? Um, do you believe in luck, or what's your take on luck?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, su- <laughs> I'm superstitious, actually. <laughs> so, yes, I do believe in luck. Yeah, I believe a little bit of luck. Um, but you know you can't just wait for luck to come your way. Yes, there are opportunities that, that happen and sometimes I do believe that that is a lucky opportunity. But I think it's, it's, a, it's a mix of you being ready to embrace or being open to embrace and a little bit of luck along the way as well, so it's a mix.
1: Excellent. I have
0: been lucky, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, and what about success? What's your definition of success? And then how do you believe, I mean, how do you go in terms of um, getting there, because everyone's uh, way of going to get it is different.
0: Yeah. Success for me is if I can, how I measure what impact I've had on my team, how they have grown themselves, what I've helped to contribute to their personal growth, um, for them to be successful, how we've impacted our customers. There are always I measure success. If, if you know, if we, if we're making our customers happy, if I'm, my team are happy, that's how I measure success. If my family is happy, um, it's it's not so much in monetary terms. Yes, of course that's important, um, you know, to meet the numbers, to meet the budget. Um, but for me, success is. The impact that I have been able to have on other people and how I've been able to contribute.
1: Absolutely, I think it's uh, it's more qualitative than quantitative, yes. right? Because yeah. um, at the end of the day, you know, I I always say this as well. You know, money can buy you love, happiness, and health. Yeah. It can get you a long way to doing other yeah. stuff. It, it frees up your time to be yeah. able to, you know, hire more people. Yeah. Okay, the next question is, what's your life ethos?
0: <sighs> Whatever you do. Do it with passion. Live with no regrets. Um, but yeah, whatever you do, whatever you do in life, whether on, on a personal or professional level, do it with passion, or don't do it at all. That's my ethos, and I it's, and I and I and I say it all the time. I, I, I tell it to my team. If you you've got to you've got to be in it. You you know don't you can't stand from the from the from the outs outside and then just looking in and waiting you've got to immerse yourself so whatever you do believe in it and do it with passion
1: I can feel that feel the the vibes Uh, I always say um, learn as if it is your first day live as if it is your last day so you know it's uh, completely that's what it is Um, okay legacy how would you like to pass on your own legacy
0: If someone said, it was funny, when, when I left my last day at Novo and I, I, we had this um, a farewell which was a distance farewell because obviously we couldn't all be together and I had these wonderful videos from my different teams and I think they all were talking about words that mean a lot to them, caring, empathy, um, kindness, um, they're the things that they associate with me, and I, that makes me proud. That that's my legacy. That what have I left them with, and, and have I left them with um, a passion to to want to succeed, to want to, to you know to want to grow as as individuals. That is how I. That's the legacy that I'd like to leave. That. People have felt, yeah, I've, uh, Debbie's been there for us. She cared about us. She helped us to grow. She was supportive. She motivated us. So they're all the things that are important for me, that I feel like I've had an impact on their lives, that you know, set them on their journey, on their career path to, to greater things and greater success. That's the legacy that I'd like understand. to think I leave behind. Now,
1: I understand you are in a transition there, transition yes. period, and it's probably mm-hmm. not the right time for you to disclose what your next thing is. But apart from business-wise, um, what's the next big thing for, for Debbie?
0: I'm enjoying actually having some time for family. Mm. I'm enjoying having some time for me. Um, it's been a long time. I don't think in fact throughout my entire career have I ever had more than two weeks off. <laughs> uh, so, And even when I've been off, I've been working. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just enjoying the moment, enjoying getting up, going for a walk along the beach, just simple pleasures. I'm enjoying those during this, this time because when I do start my next um, role, it's going to be full on. So I'm just enjoying the moment. My daughter's just got engaged, so I'm excited about that. Looking forward to planning a wedding with her and, yeah, just enjoying the moment, enjoying family and friends and, yeah, and enjoying this beautiful city.
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, I think one thing that even I'm very guilty of is not enjoying the moment. I think nowadays, when people with, you know, your tablets, your devices, we're constantly checking and emails, texts. WhatsApp or whatever kind of messages and we sort of um, you know when we're at a concert and we have a beautiful view of the mountains or the sea we're not looking at it we're just taking the picture or the video and we and then we get lost and I think that's one thing that modern society lacks nowadays and something I think we need to improve and change so Debbie on anything is possible where we try to share positivity overcome challenges and create one world together Mm -hmm the last question is always Dr. Debbie Stanford Christensen. please share your number one advice especially to our younger audience
0: believe in yourself just believe in yourself don't don't hesitate don't hold back take every opportunity that's given to you and 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 immerse yourself and immerse yourself with passion um, don't hold back this is your journey take every opportunity and 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 go for it and believe in yourself
1: that's wonderful advice debbie thank you for your time Um, the key takeaway i got from it is passion Um, really good to see you in dubai and i hope when things get a lot better we can you know hang out more in you know when the restrictions are better and also back in england Um, And it's really good to have you here. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much. I think it's wonderful that you're doing this, Uh, really. It's wonderful to be part of it. So thank you so much. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you.